Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Wrapping up the show here on a Tuesday on Herd at Sports Radio, AM 590, ESPN Omaha, ESPN Tri-Cities, and KFOR in Lincoln. We are joined now on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline by Ryan Fowler. He is the host of The Game on 100.9 The Tide in Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa's longest-running sports talk show. Ryan, thanks for joining us this morning. Hey, thank you guys for having me. Talk about Alabama football up in Nebraska. Thank you again. Well, so it helps because I'm, I'm, you know, I gotta, I gotta tell myself here a little <laughs> bit. I'm obsessed with Kalen DeBoer. Yeah, we didn't have a choice. Uh, <laughs> I, I am, okay. I am okay. obsessed with Kalen DeBoer. So I've been very curious. He hasn't, uh, he didn't have the history in the South that a lot of coaches that end up coaching in the SEC are, especially at the high-profile programs. I'm curious with the fans in and around your area if DeBoer was the guy they wanted or if there was another name on that list that they had ahead of him you know I've tried to find out if if, how many people they've interviewed I I know it was only at least uh, two people at least I'm I'm still trying to think because they went to Houston but I don't know who they interviewed Mm -hmm. I don't know if it was Sark that met them down there I don't know if it was another coach you know, you think, obviously, D'Amico Ryan's could have been a possibility there with the Houston, Texas, with his ties back to Alabama. Or maybe it was just some other coach, and that was just trying to throw us off. Because I, I do know that the plane with Greg Byrne and one of the individuals that was part of the hiring process, uh, both of them went to Houston. And then they went to Washington and interviewed Kalen DeBoer. And, and, and so I don't know if they got a negative tone in Houston, uh, but I, I don't know it – I know he was, you know, and I did ask Greg Byrne this in the press conference, uh, was he the number one target? And he said, well, you never box yourself in mm-hmm. to saying he's the number one target because, you know, if he says no, then you have to, you know, you have to go back and say. He said he was high on the list. And so I, I kind of have to take that. Uh, but, but the more I learn about Kalen DeBoer, the more I begin to get excited uh, about this coaching staff. This coaching staff is going to be better than what Nick Saban put on the field this past year, top to bottom. Not Nick Saban, it was top-heavy, right? Sure. One through 11, 10 assistant coaches, the head coaches. Uh, I think this Kalen DeBoer staff is going to be better. Ryan, what's been the fan reaction to Kalen DeBoer? You've said you've gotten more excited the more you've gotten to know about him and the more you've seen the coaching staff. How's the, the Alabama faithful reacted to the hiring of Kalen DeBoer and the staff he's putting together? Yeah, I think very, uh, very similar. Um, I think, and, and we've tried to do that here in Tuscaloosa. We've tried to feature, you know, former coaches that coach with him. We haven't featured a player, but we featured like people like Warren Moon uh, from UW that kind of helped us understand 
the offense that he's going to bring. And then when you begin to look at, uh, you know, like Dave Bartu is another college football matrix, mm-hmm. the FB analytical, and he's all about coaches. And he grades out coaches. And he said, this is trending to be the best coaching staff, top to bottom, uh, in, in college football. And, you know, you hear stuff like that, that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, compared to where they were at it. And, and that was the slot of Nick Saban. He no longer could hire those top-tier coaches. And, uh, you know, th- that was one of his, his downfalls uh, towards the back end of his career. Ryan, a quick follow-up to that point about the overall fan response. Is there any hesitancy to believe Bama can't stay great? Are they worried Washington football won't work in Alabama? Yeah, I don't – I mean, I guess you could always say – but there was no home run out there that was just automatic, mm-hmm. right? This guy's not going to fail. I mean, I remember when Nick Saban was hired here, there was doubts around him. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you look at Kalen DeBoer, certainly an outsider, that there there are going to be doubts, right? I mean, he's not from the Saban tree. He's not, you know, a former Alabama guy. So – yeah, there's there's going to be doubts, but as far as they're they're not any different than what it was when Lane Kiffin was the offensive coordinator, things like that. I mean, uh, so Alabama fans, as as you guys know about college football, they they kind of take it serious, and uh, you know they they put it under a microscope and they try to determine, hey, is this the right way? Is this the right way? And you know they second guess everything, whether it's the play call and you know fourth down and one or or if it's the coaching staff. But uh, I think Alabama fans overall, though, you know, if you gave them a 0 to 10, uh, the excitement level, it's probably about an 8.5. I mean, I mean, they Pretty believe high. that this thing is going to continue. Well, I mean, think about Les Miles. Um, if Les Miles can take a small term, right, 2000 to 2004, Nick Saban left, okay, at LSU. There was a foundation there that Les Miles wrote it to a national title and played for another. Hmm. Well, I think Kalen DeVore is much better than Les Miles as a head coach. I, mean, I don't think it's comparable. Uh, I know Les Miles has got the championship, so if Kalen DeVore can ride this system, the foundation that Nick Saban has built over 17 years, um, you know, I, I, I think that's probably why he's excited to follow uh, you know, the legend. We're talking with Ryan Fowler. He is the host of the game on 100.9 The Tide in Tuscaloosa. Ryan, you mentioned following the legend. Uh, obviously, that is a really tough position to take over. We know a little bit that, about that here in Nebraska, and winning at a high level isn't even always enough when you're following a legend like that. Obviously, the expectations in Alabama are always going to be college football playoff and national titles but how much runway do you think Kalen DeBoer has in order to meet those expectations or like you said because of the foundation is it expected to basically hit those marks right away well that's the you know that's a question to be determined because see I was even having the debate before Nick Saban retired following the Michigan game that Alabama fans need to almost rebalance their expectation Hmm. to think about college football is going to become a lot harder, right? You've got the playoffs. You've got the the parity in college football. Your transfer portal has really hurt the depth of your football team. 
So when I was looking at it, I thought, man, we've got to readjust the expectations. They cannot always be national title, national title, national title. Mm-hmm. So I think we were already having that prior to Nick Saban, you know, hanging up the headset, that we were already here at this debate. And I think we, we must have that debate because college football is going to become a, you know, it, it's, it's going to become a challenge uh, to win it. So like, well, even like what Georgia did from back to back, that now in college football, the system is designed in my eyes against those type of things. Ryan, you know, you mentioned the transfer portal, and we've seen players stay. We've seen players dip. What makes you ultimately sit up in your chair about some of the decisions made there? Like, what's kind of been the most unexpected move, good or bad, that has your full attention? Hmm. I don't, I don't, maybe I'm not following your question. Repeat it if you don't mind. I'm sorry. So I, I guess the idea of the question is based on players that have stayed and players that have dipped, sort of kind of the response from those players, whether it was to leave or whether to stay, what's kind of like stuck out to you that has you thinking, man, I got to sit up in my chair and, and like really like pay full attention to what either this person is saying or, or the action that was made? Yeah, we really haven't spoke to any of the players um, as far as when they leave. We don't. We're not given a lot of access here. No, I guess not even just know. that. Not like speaking to the players directly, but what you've read, what you've heard. Like you know, Jalen Milrow comes out and and talks about like how the message has been reciprocated and the transition seems like it's going well with DeBoer. Like that to me makes me sit up in my chair and think, wow, okay, that you know, going from Saban to DeBoer and having the quarterback and uh, potentially a Heisman say that is, is pretty impressive. Yeah, and I think that's where, you know, there's a lot of players that have been locked in, a lot of offensive linemen. And I, I understand why a lot of the guys left. Like, Caleb Daniels, okay, t- take him for an example. He left Alabama and went to Ohio State. Uh, yeah, I've read some of the rumblings as far as the amount of money that he got. I, I can't blame the kid, right? I-, I can't blame him for doing that. But it's almost thinking about why wouldn't he have stayed here for one spring? Go through the system. Heck, he may like Kalen DeBoer more than mm-hmm. Nick Saban. <laughs> we don't know. Um, you, you think about you know the players that, that departed, it, it was almost like it was the easy way to do it. And this is something that we're going to have to take a look in college football. But as far as the players that have stayed, I know Tyler Booker had some comments. We're, we're, we haven't had any media availability, but they have been on Twitter, social networks. And uh, you know I think Malachi Moore came out with something the other day and said, you know, if they're not wearing crimson, uh, screw them or something like that. And, and, and so I'm, I'm cleaning that up for radio. But, uh, Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So the, we've heard from things like that, but we haven't really had any media availability. But I will tell you that the senior bowl is going on right now, and you'll have three Alabama guys there. You, you may get some, you know, little droppings uh, out of that particular, you know, press availability down in Mobile. That's Ryan Fowler. He is the host of the game on 100.9, the Tide in Tuscaloosa. Ryan, thank you so much for joining us, giving us a little insight into the early days of the Kalen DeBoer era in Alabama, and uh, maybe we'll catch up with you again soon. Hey, no doubt. Anytime we can expand that Kalen DeBoer fan base, it's always good. Thank you guys so much. (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. Thank you. That's Ryan Fowler. You're welcome. Host of the game on 100.9, the Tide in Tuscaloosa. Listen. 
I'm driving the Kalen DeBoer bandwagon. I've 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 been on that one for a while. Um, I I'm glad to hear that it seems that the reception for him is going well because I was a little concerned that he'd get a little bit of that outsider treatment at Alabama. But Probably more about the fans than the players. Absolutely. Uh, we that's all we have for today. We will be back tomorrow here on Herd at Sports Radio.